Hey everybody, Jim Sammons here, and welcome to the Kayak Fishing Show Live. It's been too darn long since we've done one of these. I'm not going to lie, this whole COVID thing, everything, I've been in a bit of a funk, uh, and it's been one thing after another around my house, dog sick, me sick, refrigerator dies, just a bunch of nonsense, and I haven't been able to get on this thing, so trying to get back to it, and I think we had a great one to get back to it with, but of course, the Kayak Fishing Show brought to you by... Ballast Point Brewing Company. Whoa, and that one's overflowing on me. Got a runaway. Well, that wasn't good. Good thing I got a new t-shirt here I can wipe off with. <laughs> All over my keyboard. That's a first. <laughs> well, my Sculpin IPA must have gotten dropped in my fridge or something. Man, oh man. 2020. It's just part of 2020. <laughs> so anyway, before we get started on with our guest today, and I'll try and clean up some beer off my keyboard. Um, a little uh, announcement. First of all, you may notice the new hat, shirt. Super, super excited. We're now going to be working with NRS. Now, we're going to be doing more of a uh, official announcement. We're going to get them on here. we got some really cool stuff we're working on, uh, but I just wanted – I couldn't help it. They, they sent me a little care package, and so I had to share that, you know, we are now working with NRS. So, um, I said, look forward to some cool stuff coming from them very, very – soon. Um, I did get out fishing this week. Uh, first time I've actually been on my kayak in quite a while and just absolutely slayed the spotted bay bass in San Diego Bay um, and actually kind of ties in with today's guest. Every fish I caught, good quality fish, every fish I caught was on the Band of Anglers Hyperlastic Dart Spin. I've caught so many different species of fish on that, that lure. It's absolutely amazing, but we're going to be talking a lot more about that when our guest comes on. So, but before we get going, a little story about my, my outing. Um, I have my blue sky on my trailer as well as my two kayaks. And on my blue sky, I've got these wheels. And um, as I'm driving down to go to the beach the other day, I look in my side view, mirror, side view mirror and I notice my wheel's gone. <laughs> and it's like, oh man, that's going to make transporting that boat a bear. Um, and this was a few days ago. And uh, just probably 15, 20 minutes ago, my wife uh, texts me and she goes, can you come downstairs for a minute? <laughs> she had just gotten home from the store and she found my wheel on the side of the road <laughs> down the road. So my wife always looking out for me, found my wheel because that literally I've been on the phone for the last couple of days trying to, to get a hold of a new one of these. And uh, now I don't have to. So thank you, honey. I appreciate it. Um, so again, you know, we're back on the air. I'm really excited. 
Uh, it's going to be kind of hit or miss for the, the next couple of weeks, you know, with the holidays and everything. Uh, but once the new year begins, I've got a full schedule laid out. We're getting back to this, our, our Tuesdays and Thursday shows and airing our old episodes and bringing on guests and everything. So I'm really excited to, to get rolling again, you know, put 2020 behind us and start moving forward. So with this nonsense behind us, I've been talking to my good friend, Patrick Sabeel, and just wanted to close out this year doing something really cool. And so he agreed to come on the show. And when he's been on the show, it's always some of our best shows, the most informative shows. Uh, if you if you want to learn about any kind of fishing, this guy's caught more fish than anybody you know. I mean, he's got more species. I mean, I think I've got a lot of species at like 200 or something like that. And he's got close to a thousand different species of fish, unlimited world records, just insane. And he makes my favorite lures back when it was Sabeel lures to now band of anglers with this full line of lures. I mean, so much great stuff. So please, please, please bring your questions. But also uh, we got an announcement. As soon as I bring him up here, we'll talk about this. But with no further ado, my good friend, Patrick Sabeel. Patrick, how are you? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and okay. nice to, to be in touch with all of you guys again. Yeah, well, as I said it, it's always fun. I've I've always enjoyed uh the times we've spent together, fishing together, hanging out at trade shows together. I always learn so much. Oh yeah. And that's why I always I know these shows that we do with you are always great. We always get a lot of great questions and comments. Um trying to see here. I want to make sure that this is running properly. It says it's now live. There it is. Okay. So um, before we even get going, let's say hello to a few people who are already checking in with us. And Camille Null, thanks for joining us. I really appreciate, appreciate it. Liam, thanks for joining us from Kayak Fishing Tales. And remember, you can watch this on Facebook, on the Kayak Fishing Tales our YouTube channel, as well as the Kayak Fishing Show group and wherever else it gets shared. Uh, Colleen, wishing I was fishing. Uh, I think we all are. <laughs> Nicholas, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Randy, Merry Christmas to you as well and to everyone and happy Hanukkah. I know that just finished up. So uh, hope you're all doing safe. I mean, it's just such a weird year. I just, you know, hope everybody's safe and healthy and ready to move on. Gene Wilson, how are you? I appreciate you always joining us and always sharing our shows. Uh, Tommy, Bill Wyatt, or Hyatt, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Rocky, piss on it all. Let's go fishing for sure. Um, Tommy, you going to La Jolla this yeah. Sunday? Yeah, He's good. We should have some, uh, yeah. some really good right on. Um, God, there's so many quick, quick comments here uh tackle tackle fishing adventures in the house thanks for joining us nicholas i appreciate it uh daryl from north carolina tony hall how are you doing man I haven't seen you in a long time so uh no comments about my calamity of dumping beer all over my keyboard so <laughs> uh now my room just my office here smells like beer what you want which i guess you you wanted to make a splash for for your first show in a long time so yeah, you, you <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. So, uh, Patrick, uh, again, for a year end thing, uh, you've offered up a special deal and I will throw it up here, but why don't you tell people what they have a chance to win today? Yeah. So I was thinking, you know, end of the year after a very unique year, and uh, I, I do believe most people, I mean, that's my case, but I really believe most people can't wait to be in 2021 for a very wide number of reasons. Uh, so Christmas time means gift time, right? And I'm like, you know what? Let's make sure that with my good friend, Jim Sammons, we're going to give a pack, but I'm going to unpick the pack. That means once Jim will pick a winner, that winner will tell us what we or she likes fishing in terms of species or technique. And I'm going to handpick personally the lures that I think will fit perfectly or the best possible uh, that very person. So that's really going to be handpicked by myself. And I'm going to add, a, I don't know if you see well, I'm going to add one of my catalog and I'm going to sign uh, the name of that person on this catalog. That's my new 2021 catalog, which you can find online um, on the website, by the way. Yeah. And I'm going to bring up the website here in a little bit. Um because all this, all the lures and everything are up on the website. So it's, it's very, very uh, thorough. And the cool thing about uh, the band of anglers with all the different brands, I mean, you cover the, the salt water, the fresh water. I mean, there's so much different stuff. And of course, a lot of that stuff crosses over, you know, those um, hyperlastic, the dart spins, of course, oh, great bass lures, saltwater, freshwater. And like I said, I think I've got about 30 different species of fish on the darts pen. So, um, you know, that that's when I have, a, I have a hard time not throwing it because it just works on so many different things. So, but so you guys remember, you need to comment, which a lot of people have commented already, but I need you to share it. You need to share this show with your friends for your opportunity to win that $150 gift certificate. And that'll be not just the people viewing live today. It'll be the people who view this show for the next 24 hours. So people who don't have a chance to watch us, watch this with us right now, will still have a chance to win this prize pack as long as you comment and share this within the next 24 hours. So uh, I hope you guys can all do that for us. But also, what else are you doing for it, Patrick, for the people who don't win? Yes. So same thing. End of the year, time to to make some gift and uh, gift for others, gift to, to oneself as well. So uh, we, we came with that uh, two discount, one discount just for 24 hours. So basically anything on the website, you want to go use that top web, uh, discount. That's the code uh, on top of uh, the screen right here. Uh, and that's going to be a 20% discount. So it goes together with um, those of you who are uh, following us right now or within 24 hours, uh, you'll be able to have that. And for the, the rest of the year, you still have uh, a discount of 15% on anything on the website. So for me, that's the opportunity to say, hey, guys, you want to give a try? Give yourself um, the opportunity to buy some of these, having a nice discount, and, well, try them and go fishing and have fun. Yes, sir. I mean, a great opportunity to, to pick out some of these lures. And again, we're going to try and go over some. And if you have questions about what lure might be the best one for you for different situations, you know, again, that's what we want. We want questions out here. It always makes for a better show. Another thing that we're going to be doing beginning the first week of the year was when we really get back to doing these live shows, 
our live shows are going to be at least one show a week for the first six weeks is going to be, and maybe through the rest of the year, depending on how well it goes, but they are going to be brought to you by a band of anglers. And we're going to have on Patrick or one of his pro staff on for the first 15 minutes of each show. And we're going to kind of dive into each one of the brands a little bit more. So um, where today's going to kind of be an overview and kind of jumping around and all that, each one of those shows will be dedicated to each one of those brands. And so for the first 15 minutes of the show, we're going to do a little question and answer, run over some of the um, lures. And then again, you're going to have the opportunity, same sort of deal. For the first 24 hours, you're going to have a chance of 20, 20% off on the um, lures. And then for the remainder of the week until the next show, you can get 15% off uh, on that particular um, brand from a, a band of anglers. So, you know, a lot of cool stuff. I know I'm kind of cramming it all in there. You might need to rewind and listen to it again, but uh, you definitely want to, I'll pop these codes up every so often. So you don't have to necessarily go back, but here's the codes for today's show. But like I said, a lot of cool stuff. I'm really excited about, like I said, a lot of cool stuff coming up with NRS and of course, Jackson Kayak and all of our great sponsors. And eventually I'm going to get to start traveling and fishing again and shooting more episodes because I haven't shot a show. I have not, be, besides the little fun one I did on lobster hoop netting with my uh, nephew, uh, I haven't shot an actual show since February. It's it's crazy, crazy to me to think. So I, we're all over it. Um, so there was a couple more comments here. Uh, Douglas, yeah. how you doing, man? Joseph, thanks for joining us. Somebody else is actually popping up a band of anglers.com Nicholas. And well, we're just going to throw it out there with a the very first question. Daryl Olson. Hey Patrick, which lure do you recommend for redfish and speckled trout? Uh -huh. So uh, of course it's impossible just to say one, but to mention a few, um, I have a few under my hand. So for example, the tweet chad which is this little guy uh of course it comes with us <laughs> but <laughs> that's better that, bait that i especially designed for long distance so very important very important long distance so of course as you know they're all and everybody who fish for redfish and speckled trout when you fish the flats quite often the distance is key and if you want to compare to my one of my best selling baits from my past first life which with seville um i designed this guy uh to be to compare to the stick shad not to be a mimic of that, but to beat the pure distance of, of a stick shad. So a stick shad of that fantastic action, nothing different, but this guy have been designed to make longer casts. So when you fish in shallow water, well, longer casts quite often can put you on fish because the longer, the more far away you are from the fish, the least chance they can see you. So that's definitely a very important one. The other one that I will really mention, I show two sides at the same time, and that's the dart spin. Definitely, the dart spin is a great choice. The three and a half inch, the four and a half inch, and we can go in larger ones. But what is great is typically small soft plastic baits don't hold very well uh, on the hooks. It can be tear apart quite easily. That's not the case here. So you can have the benefit of a small bait that uh, attract a lot of the fish thanks to the blade in the tail that create turbulence. And also that body holds very well. And despite the fact you see right here, you see a round jig head. In fact, if you twitch it, 
you don't simply have the lure coming straight to you. The lure, in fact, swim sideways, goes one time, you know, jumped right, jumped left. So you have a great action when you want to reach the reds and the trout. So those will be the two lures, first of all, that I will mention, the Twitchad and uh, the dustbin. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause you there on the dart spin because, you know, I love the dart spin and I've just caught so many fish on it. So, like I said, I, I fished uh, the other day with uh, a friend of mine and it wasn't exactly red hot, but I got 28 nice quality spotted bay bass. Spotted bay bass mm. are toothy, as can be seen by my thumb. And 28 fish, <laughs> that lure doesn't look like it's been touched. I mean, these things are so sturdy. They hold up so well. The only fish I've ever had that I had a problem with dart spin was like a trigger fish. And trigger fish destroy anything. But I've had pike. I've had musky. I've had tuna, uh, barracuda. And it still comes through like it hasn't been fished at all. I mean, they're very, very tough. So... It's not one of those one fish and done. These. I have a yeah, I have a patent. So you can see a little bit. There's a spring in the tail inside. So the spring, in fact, is put into the mold, and then the plastic is injected, and that's where we have behind that we have the swivel and the blade. But look, what I want to show you is that, despite that's a very tiny lure, three and a half inch total, including the blade. Look how much I can pull, and still. The lure stay on the on the hook on the jig head, and I'm not tearing apart the tail, and that's part of why it lasts. But more importantly, because lasting is mainly important for what? For your wallet, right? If it right. lasts, catch more fish. You 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 don't have to buy so many bait. But when we speak about fishing, which is at the end of the day the most important, right? When you speak about fishing, look how stiff is the material. You see, when I pull on the tail. It goes back. It's not a very, very soft plastic. Why does it matter in terms of action? Very simple. When you have the blade spinning, when that blade spins, it creates turbulence, which is a big thing that attracts fish from afar because most fish, uh, they find their prey thanks to their lateral line. But here's what happened. You have the energy of that, that blade spinning. The energy translates into the wire that is inside of the tail, and the entire body have a tight vibration. So when you look at this, you may think only the blade work. No, no, no. The blade, of course, in spe indeed spins and work, but the entire body have that tight vibration that gives so much more uh, lifelike motion. And that's a key reason why the, the dart spin indeed is an incredible fish catcher for anything. I literally have hooked about a year ago now, close to a year ago, I hooked my biggest tarpon in the USA. And for those of you who know, I was guiding in Africa. Those of you who don't know, I was guiding in Africa for 18 years. One of my specialty was to catch truly 200 pound tarpon and more to the point that I guided for the article world record of 286 pounds. So I was really used of very, very large tarpon. Well, obviously huge. We beat a 47 years old and one day old uh, world record old tackle. Uh, my best year in big, what we were calling big tarpon in my lodge was, yummy well, was 120 kg, which means 242 pounds. My best season, we got 17 
17 of those things. So I'm just I'm just really highlighting that to say I really know big, about Big Tarpon. And in fact, in North America, there's and Florida mainly, of course, there's a good population of tarpon, but very few reach that 200 pound mark or 100 kilo, which is 220 pounds. And about a year ago, I truly hooked a true 220 pounder, a true 100 kilo and plus uh, tarpon. And that was actually, believe it, that was on, give me here, yeah. That was on that combo. That was with a dart spin, five and a half, not even the largest, the five and a half dart spin that was rigged right here on my swimming bucktail. And oh, really? have a, a deadly combination when you put them together. Yes, yes. That day I hooked seven tarpon. We were, and I'm not kidding, I don't need to kid. <laughs> uh, that very day, uh, I, I have those seven bites. There were five bots around us, and we were the only bots using only artificials. One of the bots with live bait hooked three tarpon, and the four other bot hooked zero. That means there was a massive difference on that day. I'm not saying it's all time the same, but on that very day, there was a massive difference. And that difference was linked to the dart spin. Because many years ago, I, I was the designer for Meps and Mr. Twister. And I learned a lot about the inline spinner. But more importantly, I learned about the blades and the movement of the spinning blades. And at the time, I'm talking, you know, back in 1995 or something like that. So it's really a while ago. Um, with the company, we hired a fish specialist to study the inline spinners. I mean, again, not just the inline spinner, but the blade, the movement of the blade and why were they catching so many big fish? Because, um, again, uh, I was working for MEPS. MEPS is the number one, and still to this date, the number one uh spinner maker in the world okay so there was a big data about the fish cock but also about the lure sold the number one size that is selling is the aglia number two that means the blade itself is a bit less than one inch one inch is uh two uh, 25 millimeter point four and i think the blade length was 24 millimeters so a bit shorter than one inch but why so many fish, especially so many big fish, are cocked on blades, spinner baits, inline spinner, dart spin? Why? Because, in fact, when the blades spin in the water, it creates those turbulences. Actually, that's exactly the opposite of what does a real bait fish or a fish. When a fish swim, and you, all of you guys or ladies are anglers, when you see a fish swimming in the water, I'm not speaking of fish who's fighting, you know, with a hook or a lure in the mouth. I'm just picking any fish that just swim in the water. You don't see them moving a lot, their body. You don't see them moving a lot, their tail. So, in fact, they are designed with, you know, millions of years of evolution. They are designed in a way they optimize their um, energy spending. That means with their shape, with their blader, for those who have an air blader, with their fins, all of that is made in a way where the fish don't need to move a lot to go through the water. So what it, it creates some level of turbulence, but very little. And that's an underwater signal. That signal is what predators feel with their lateral line, which is a radar on the side of their body. That's what they feel, which helps them to find a prey in most cases. The, the eyes of a predator 
most of the time is only used to adjust the attack. But what brings to the decision to the attack in most cases for a predator fish is that his lateral line feel the swimming motion of a bait fish or of a lure, which he, he believes is, is a bait fish, is a prey. And that's what triggers the reaction of biting it, whether it's a pure reaction or whether it's because they really want to, to feed. Okay. So because a real bait fish do very little turbulence, very little underwater signature, the lateral line of predator is made in a way that that predator can feel that prey, even if it's very minimum. But a blade spinning in the water creates a lot of turbulence to the point that that blade of a number two inline spinner make as much turbulences, hear me well, as a 18-inch long bait fish. And this is the reason why blade have such a great power of catching, of attracting from far away predator and catching larger predator than the pure size of the lure itself. That's that simple, in fact. When you know that, when you got to understand that, when you have the chance, like I had, to, to work with a, a doctor or specialized, uh, specialist of fish behaviors and, and everything, and you learn that, well, you learn a lot. You learn a lot. And that's why this idea of the dart spin came to me. Again, that's, let me take a, a big one, so just to make sure people can see it well on the screen. You see, it's all new in the packaging, that guy. That's why I have that idea many years ago, about 25 or something like that years ago, of having a soft plastic body so I can rig my plastic bay the way I want, which is a, one of the big benefits of the plastic bodies, with a blade to have the attract attractiveness of the blades. And, and at the time, by the way, when I created my first prototypes and I proposed those to, uh, uh, to my boss at MEPS at the time, he refused it because he felt that was a crossover between MEPS, which was the blade, then Mr. Twister, which was the soft plastic. And he didn't want that. And I mean, I respect it. And at the end of the day, he was the boss. He was the one paying for you know, the bills. <laughs> but um, I always felt, because my prototype were doing great. So I kept that for a number of years. And many years later, I designed the stick shad, the hard stick shad. And after um, I went very well with the hard stick shad, I made the soft version of the stick shad to be also a twitch and jerk bait with a soft plastic body a hollow soft plastic body, which of course can be rigged on a jig head or white gap hook. But one of the thing, one of the reason I created that way with that hollow body was then it was easy for the angler to tie a piece of leader or a chain of little swivels inside the hook shank, going all the way to the tail to add a blade. But that was a, a do it yourself thing. And in fact, many people right. want to buy something that's ready to go. And that's why despite me, showing and explaining how to rig that stick shad hollow. I'm talking back in 2006 or seven, uh, so probably more than 20 years, 12 years. Uh, very few people did that. Uh, and it didn't get known very much. And when I came back in that, that idea and that game a few years ago, that was thanks to me reading an article speaking of a material that was designed by, uh, by chemists that was very safe for the nature, that was material that can break down in the water under the sun and it will break down uh, but without releasing any toxic material because there are none in the use of that material that was great but when i read about the, the the specificity of the material i was very interested and in fact that material was designed to do high-end bed mattresses 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> nothing right. to do with fishing, but uh, but it turned to to go very well. Yeah, <laughs> yes. That's funny. So long well, story so, short, uh, that's why grades are so important. Just, let me pause here real quick sure. and just remind people uh, that um, we uh -huh. are doing a giveaway, and that is a a chance where Patrick is going to hand pick a set of of lures, a hundred and fifty dollar assortment of lures, but to be eligible for that, you do need to comment, ask a question, and share this with your friends if you want a chance to win that. Also, uh, here are your discount codes once again. For 24 hours, you can have a chance to, uh, with this discount code that we have up on the screen right now, a 20% discount. And again, that's for 24 hours only. And then uh, after that's done for the remainder of the year, use the lower uh, discount code for a 15% discount off anything on the website. So um, actually speaking of the website, I'm gonna bring it up here just so people have a chance to kind of get a look at it. And like I said, I mean, it's, you have Engage, Hyperlastic, Oceanborn, Spooltech, Up and Down, and I don't know how to say that. Is that Zorus? Orus. Zorus, yes. So we have all these Zorus. and- Yeah, indeed. What like like I was saying earlier, um, you can get a look at every one of the lures, uh, the curly men, the the dart spin, all the different sizes, the dead alive. Uh, you know, just I'm not sure if the website. I'm not sure if the website shows at this moment. What are you looking for? Uh, I was thinking you were showing the, the website, but I, I don't see the, the picture. That's why I wonder. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. So there's these, for instance, you know, you can click on the uh, yeah, big, big old dart spin there so you can get it better. If you couldn't see uh, from Patrick holding it up because his image is a little bit blurry. Uh, so there's a good look at the dart spin seven inch. Um, and they are they come in uh, your your plane pack. They come in the pro model, which are more of a hand painted uh, and rigged with the uh, weightless weedless, which is how I primarily fish them. Uh, you know, fishing the kelp beds, they they fish a hundred percent weedless. And just because I have the seven inch up here, Patrick, any plans for an eight inch, a nine inch? Um, no, yes, <laughs> there's two new, uh, well, very soon, uh, very soon, I mean, a matter of a month or two, we're going to have the two and a half inch. So for those of you who are looking for really very light tackle, the, the, the two and a half inch should be available, give or take, I will say probably the end of January. Um, and that's the only one that have a, a inner weight. That means when you want to yo-yo it, it have an action like a tube, you know, if for those of you who've been fishing smallmouth bass and largemouth bass with tubes, you know, when you jerk them and let them go, they have a, a spiral movement. Well, that teeny dart spin does the same on the drop. And it's great also on casting retrieve for light, light tackle. And um, quite likely, I think next year, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm bringing the nine inch, which definitely oh, cool. would make um, people uh, who are looking for bigger prey happy. And again, I think that's one of those, that's one of those crossover things but that I, I, for pike, musky, who like that that big profile, um, for the calico bass, I mean, they'll eat a, a lure that's as big as them. Oh, yeah. And, you know, 
getting that big signal out there is, is wonderful. And um, so many, so many ways to rig it. Like I said, you can see this one um, is rigged with the weightless weedless. Uh, again, that's how I primarily fish them. Uh, I've seen where you have rigged these things up on Alabama rigs. And um, the nice thing is, is you're not piercing the plastic, right? Perfect. You know, you're, uh, it, they right. already, they There's have already the holes. So you close it from the hook. I don't know to Go which ahead. point we can see, probably not enough, but uh, yeah, it's difficult. Do you see here? You can see the holes. Let me let me bring you back. A little, let me bring you up bigger, Patrick. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. yeah. It's probably hard to see, but there's there's a hole underneath, so that's why it's definitely it's made in a way that you don't need to hook the plastic. You follow the different holes and slots, and that allows you every single time to position perfectly uh, your hook, and it's not limited to the dart spin. For example. This is the, the lure that gave me the best result, literally the best result on bass this year. That's my curly min six inch. So it's a curly tail, but we have the same, that's the same material. We have also holes in the nose, underneath the shin, very easy to rig. And it's also buoyant and an incredible action because it's not simply a curly tail action. When you use it with a, a regular white gap hook, not weighted, it makes a wake on the top. So you have that, that tail that goes outside and makes a wake. And, you know, there's many fish who love the wake action. You can put that on a jig head. If you land it on the floor, it's going to float the tail up, limiting the, the risk of hooking and snacking on the bottom. Yeah, it is. And also as a, um, as a swim bait with the wide gap weighted hook in that case, one of the great things of that lure, which you will not think when you simply see the picture, is that the body itself wobbles like if it's a, a build minnow. And that's the, rea the, the reaction of the body shape, the buoyancy uh, of, the, of the body, and that creates a, a body wobble like a build minnow plus the tail action. It's a fantastic lure. I mean, really, I'm not kidding, guys. For that past one year, 75% of my best bass were cooked on that. And I don't, I've not fished much saltwater, unfortunately, this year, but I, I hooked a decent number of tarpoon and snook and reds also on that bait. But I did fish regularly bass. I live on lake now, uh, so I have the bass literally in front of my home. And um, in that lake and in other places, that lure, so there's different colors, of course, but that lure I've done really, really fantastic. And just to mention another bait in that same brand, as we're speaking of the dart spin and the benefit of the blade in the tail, here's the worm spin. So the worm spin, is actually a worm and the same, there it is, and the same uh, patent in the tail and a Colorado blade. So now you have the dart spin, you know, with, here you go, let me put them. So you have two different shape of body and two different shape of blades. So very different type of action. When you flip or pitch uh, that, that lure just with the weighted white gap hook that's on it, a bit wobbles on the drop. I will say kind of, you know, we all know the Senko, which is one of the best bass bait ever. Well, it have a bit of that wobble and the blade behind flutters. And then when you cast and retrieve, for example, on top of weeds and grass or lily pads and stuff like that, you can use it like a speed worm, which is another of the greatest best bait uh, for, for bass. And now instead of having just a, a kind of curly tail, you have the benefit of this, which is a Colorado blade 
which allows you for very, very slow retrieve. And you can rig it always. You know, it's great on a Carolina rig, on a Texas rig, on a Jighead. Yep. So that's uh, that's another. And that's why today I'm very, very glad that you, you invite me. I'm able to be part of this show to speak a bit of the different brands without going too much in detail for each because that's what it is. Now, Ben of Engler is six different brands and each of them have something special to bring to the Anglers. Um, I, obviously, hyperelastics are all soft plastics and all of them are made of that material that's called soft earth, which, as I show, is... I mean, I show that on a small three and a half inch. I can show you here's the seven inch and you can really pull. They really hold very well. They are very reliable. That's one of the things. Now, if you don't mind, uh, Jim, speaking of the same material, I can move to the next brand, which is Spooltech. Oh, Spooltech, so, yeah. Do you think many of your viewers know that brand? Do you think? Um, I've actually... Quite a few do. Um, I had not heard of them until a couple of years ago when you first you first introduced me to them, and then I people started asking me questions about them. And uh, the the new ones that since you took over that uh, the 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 new improved are so improved. <laughs> well, it was very good bait and brand to start with. It has a regular plastic, but there's a fantastic thing for those of you, especially who don't know. So let me open. I'm opening, I'm opening one of the new models. That's the five inch. The original were in four and six inch in that model, the fatty. And there was the stretch, which is a slender one in nine inch. So this is one of the new size. That's the five inch. So why I make a link with uh, hyperelastics first? Well, the link is what? The link is material. So we are, again, here, we are finding, again, that same material that have a lot of kicking action. Really, the swim action is great. It's not a very soft tail. So that, that moves a lot of water that have a great action. But what is very unique in that hard lure, because I call this a hard lure. This is a hard lure with a soft plastic insert. Because where is the most important thing is in the art part that's in the front. That's why it's a hard lure, and just the tail is an addition. In, actually, we can remove, we can change the tail. So if that tail got cut, we have a patent. You can remove the tail and put a new one. But here's the big, the very big thing is that when you have a bite and you set the hook, you never know exactly where a fish is hooked, right? Sometimes it's barely hooked in the mouth, and a fish like a bass, for example, come on the top, shake the head, spit the bait, and you lose the fish because you have the bait leverage. So if the hook is not very well hooked, like inside of the mouth, it's very easy for the leverage created by the front of any soft, soft bait. Many of you, probably everybody use soft bait, right? But I mean, swim baits. Um, you lose the fish because the leverage and because the weight of the bait. Well, the very unique thing, let me grab it like this, is that you set the hook and you have an inner leader. And now you're fighting your bass or snook, or calico, whatever, you're, you don't fight anymore with a hook that's attached to the bait. Now, like if you were fishing with a live bait, the hook is far away. There's no more leverage of the bait. The weight of the bait itself cannot push the hook backward to make you lose your fish. So the original 
only came with a stainless steel leader. And most of our skews have a stainless steel leader. First, it was uh, dedicated to snook and tarpon fishing in Florida. But that, I grow that range. And that's why now we have also Bass Special, where we have a braid, you know, 100 pound braid leader. And look, it's, it's hidden. I just need to grab the bait like this. You see, I gently pinch the leader here. And look, I have, I have a spoon here, a spool here. And you just crank it back. And as you can see, your leader come back inside. And within a few seconds, you bring it back in the place, into the spot, and you're ready to cast again. The bait is ready. So that's why it's a very good thing, because all of us have lost fish, right? But do you care when you lose a one-pound bass, Jim? Not really. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not really what we don't want is to lose the big guys right, right. and that is a fantastic invention uh, that is a fantastic invention that's why i love so much this brand and let me say this that material i mentioned it a bit earlier is buoyant so when you let it fall on the floor 100 percent on, on the of the time when it's in the water because the tail is buoyant the lure lands and stay like this not 99 percent 100 percent of the time that means you can have a finesse action. You can cast and retrieve when the fish are active. But if they're not active and you need to bounce the, the, the bottom, you know, the rocks, the branch, you know, whatever, you can do that. And you can even do that with the 8-inch. So now we have an 8-inch, which is, as we all very, know, very well know, especially you guys in California, 8-inch is a great size because it mimics many of those trouts that are released. And now you have an eight inch that you can swim very slowly to have a great action. You can work it very slow and you can pause it on the bottom. Many of the swim bait, when you pause them on the bottom, what happened? They roll sideways. Well, not this guy. It stay like this, the tail is up. And now you can pull the rod tip, say only a couple of inch, and it's gonna move forward a couple of inch and the tail is gonna move right away. It's super reactive. It's incredibly reactive. And again, you have that big leader. So once you hook the bass of your life, you're much, much, much more likely to land it because this is a fantastic, it's no gimmicks, it's a fantastic patent that helped all of us, me the first and any of you guys, to land and, your big fish. And I can tell you, um, so, the, and that's great the, on Calico, great on everything. Yeah, the bodies on these have a great wobble to them. They, they put out a tremendous amount of vibration. Uh, also an advantage uh, that I have seen is, A, you can fish with a lighter leader because you know you've got that wire or heavy um, braid leader inside. So if you have fish that are a little bit more line shy, these things were really good on uh, Kubera Snapper down in uh, Costa Rica. Um, and I've caught, again, a lot of calico bass and uh, just, just a, a phenomenal, phenomenal lure. I'm going to throw this up so because again the picture is a little bit blurry oops i hit the wrong thing so uh there again so people want to get a little bit better look at that so um and you can see i guess if i go back you can see here um how when you get your hook set and then how that leader deploys right there so again so it's not doesn't have that that lure to leverage the hook out, but also again, you can have that lighter leader and then you have the protection of the heavy leader 
in the lure itself. And like I said, they, they have a, 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 an incredible, I, I almost want to call it like a fish calling action because that wobble to them. I mean, I would see calico bass come up through the kelp, just like charging on that thing. And again, fast or slow retrieve as well. And that's, a, you know, you actually back the dart spin, the blade starts spinning at such a slow speed. So you can, you can rip it and get as a wake bait or really yeah. slow. And that blade immediately starts spinning. Indeed. Indeed. And that material is a, is a big part of that. And when you look on that Sultek page, uh, you have especially two models that you guys who fish in California, who fish for the black halibut, for example, two models you will love are the Twicer five and a half inch and the stretch five and a half inch. You have them, them more on the bottom of that page. If you scroll down, we saw them. Yeah, you see stretch five and a half and the Twicer five and a half. Those lure are absolutely nuts if you want to target the halibut, flatfish, everywhere else, because they land. So the twicer of that twice tail, which in fact is, the picture show that, but the, the tail is a little bit bent. Really, the, the tail is like this from above. So it's a great twitch and jerk bait. And when you pause it on the floor, again, it lands, but it keeps the hook up and the tail is above the bottom. It floats, it's beautiful, but not above like, like this straight. No, it's just 20% above the bottom perfect position if you need to make a pause if you have a bit of a finicky fish that follows that takes time to bite and as you know i mean I, I i'm not living in california but i've been there a few times right and we all know that the black halibut very often is barely hooked it's one of the fish it's a bit more likely to to be lost than some other fish like the calico which typically is much better hooked right well right. again that patent with that lead that conti leader is fantastic because it gives you much more chances to land your black halibut. So we have a great range with that, that Spooltec brand, really a great range for both fresh and saltwater, truly. Let's uh, let's jump into this. We, we've kind of been ignoring the comments here for a little bit. So, um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, let's see. I know there was a couple here. Um, Nicholas, any new ideas for the new year that you can say? <laughs> <laughs> um well new idea honestly speaking guys the one thing i'm especially excited with is that uh we literally just 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 received our very first dart prop the dart prop being that bait that um i won uh my 24th industry award last summer the icast for the best news of plastic bait and um we just received the very first box is literally a few days ago. I, I saw that. And for the new year, I really intend to use that guy. For, for <laughs> people who didn't get it from Patrick's accent, uh, it's dart prop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it kind of sounded like you said dart pop. So I was saying, oh, is a popper coming? Uh, no, so it's a dart prop. So it's like the dart spin, but it, it has a, a prop on that. So um, what is that? What is that? lure going to be uh destined for what, what's the the target do you think how's that one going to fish versus a dart spin so i don't have one just andy but at least i can show the, the front of the catalog so i i hope the picture is good enough i'm not sure if it's the case or not it's so little... we have two models we have one we call the, the so it's a blade bait uh, you know 
So the sinking, which is the one pictured here, um, have a blade in front of the nose, a blade behind the tail, and we have something very unique. We have a wide gap hook with a moving weight, which means a mass transfer. That, to my knowledge, that is the first ever soft plastic bait that have a mass transfer. For those of you who don't know, mass transfer means that lead that is right here will move to the tail, at, I mean, to the back of the hook when you cast. So then you will help for a longer cast. And as soon as the lure hits the water, then the, the weight will reposition itself on the best position. So the sinking one allows you to fish like with a spy bait. That means you can let it dive. On the dive, you have the, the, the propeller that's working. So without doing anything, you may have a bite. And now you have a big white gap hook. When you have the spy baits, very good lures, but typically they have very thin, small uh, wire treble hooks. So if you could bass and if there's any lily pads or branches, you know, any kind of cover, and if the bass goes into that and fight with that, very often you lose your bass because one of the treble hook are uh, hooked into the cover. Plus, because they are tre little treble hook, you don't hook the fish very well. In that very case, like with the dart spin, we have one big wide gap hook. So now you can fish deep with a prop bait. You can fish near or even into cover with a prop bait. Now, that is the sinking model. The second model is the top water. The body is the same. The blade in the tail is the same, but there's no blade in the nose, no blade, uh, no, uh, no weight, sorry, on the hook. And that, obviously, that's why it's called the top water. Then that one, even at a slow to medium uh, speed retrieve, makes a wake and pops, you know, the, the, the blade, the prop, basically, works on the top. So that's why they complement together. The sinking can be worked also on the top on faster retrieve. When you have very active fish like bass or calicos, you can retrieve fast. So that's why, it's, for the first time, there's truly a prop bait that is a soft plastic bait that is a long lasting, that have plenty of action. One action I didn't mention is, and again, that have part of that to do is that the body is buoyant. When you retrieve those guys, also the body have a side wobble. So it's not just a straight body and only uh, the props that are spinning, but also the, the body itself wobble, which add for the overall action. It's So I can't wait because for the moment I've been just fishing with some of my prototypes. <laughs> But what just arrived are the final, final lure. And to me, it's always a great moment. So um, thank you for asking the question. So I'm telling you, the yeah, dark yeah. pop is going to be on my rods a lot in the coming couple of weeks. I need to have a lot of fun. When, when might we see those uh, available? Yeah, yeah. There are several uh, uh, companies like uh, Tackle Warehouse, for example, who's carrying them. So there will, there will be some of the first retailer to to have them and to propose them i guess very soon because we literally just received uh literally everyone we received were shipped right away uh, i think the sinking model was gone the same day they landed the same day they were all gone so i think it was a good sign some people are excited to to put their hand on this on these baits so uh mauricio any suggestions for winter bass spotted smallmouth oh yes Yes, big time, yes. And look, so one of my brands is named Up and Down. Up and Down. For the moment, I have only two lures, but obviously the name of the brand, Maurizio, is because it's about vertical fishing. 
I'm not saying it's only a vertical lure. You can cast and retrieve, but mainly it's vertical. So look at the shape of this bait. Maybe with my hand behind, you can see a bit better. So that's a one lure. That's one hook. I mean, it's one double hook, if you like, but it's the same wire. You have an attachment in the middle. That's where you're going to tie your line. And actually, when you jig this guy, when he dives, and that's why for smallmouth, spotted bass, which quite often are a bit deeper than largemouth bass, you can go, because we have all, we have a range of, I think, six weights. We go from uh, one eight, we have one eighth, one quarter, three eighth, half ounce, three quarter, and one ounce. So literally, you can find the size you want, whether you go ice fishing for some of you. I guess there's not, not only uh, kayak anglers, but maybe. But if some people do ice fishing, definitely it's a great bait for that. But vertical fishing, when you mark your fish on your fish finder, drop those things. And one of the key things is that when you see the shape of the two hooks, you understand it's like a spinner bait, where you have also that kind of 90 degree angle between the wire with the hook and the jig head and the wire on top. Why is that? Well, because it's made that you can fish pretty much in heavy cover. If you have branches, if you have rocks, and we all know, like smallmouth, you know, if you have a place that's totally flat and you have one tree in the water or some boulders, well, very likely the bass will stick to that, right? And the Rota Grub is also the same principle. It's a double jig head with two soft plastics. But the same thing, it's very, very snagless, very snag proof. So you can fish open water if you want, but you also can fish uh, more, you know, a snaggy area. Also, it mimics two prey at the same time. So no matter if you use the Rota Shad, the Rota Shad dives pretty quick because it's only made of lead and it mimics two tiny bait fish. The Rota Grub, obviously, have the jig head and you have the soft plastic curly tails, lots of action. And you can make long pull, you can jig it like, you know, pulling the rod tip from the top of the water to, you know, four, six feet up and make long pull. But you can also make very gentle uh, rod checking. And in that case, you can create what's very unique, a 360 degree movement. Because every time you give a teeny bit of slack, the lure are more heavy where the heads of the, the, the lures are here. So it dives. And as soon as you pull the rod tip, it turns backward and goes up. And that's why with the right cadence and the right length, which depends on the model, if it's a one eighth or one ounce, it's not the same, of course, but then you can create a constant 360 degree movement. So move a lot. You can stay on the spot and move a lot of water like absolutely no other lure can do. And I promise you, give this a try for smallmouth and for spotted bass. And if you go in salt water, you were speaking uh, when you start the show, uh, Jim, about the spotted sea I mean, bass that you were catching in, in San Diego. Give those guys also a try. Sounds good. Okay, I want to remind people one more time: we are giving away a hundred and fifty dollar personally picked out uh, lure assortment from Patrick. But in order to be eligible, I do need you to throw a question out there, thumbs up, all that fun stuff and share this broadcast with your friends. And of course, here are those discount codes once again uh, for the 20% discount for the next 24 hours and then a 15% discount uh, for the remainder of the year. And I'll shoot that up there one more time. I'm gonna crank through some more uh, questions here because we do have a few. Uh, my friend Camille says, glad to hear about the tarpon bait combo and that was where you had your dart spin on with your uh uh bucktail um, 
Bucktail. Yeah, the, and those leadheads, if people, uh, and I don't know if we'll have time to get to it because I want to crank through these questions. Uh, the leadheads he got on here, uh, the swimming and the bouncing. Sure. I'm telling you that the bouncing, uh, it's the position of that and the, and the wing design on it, whatever. If you just pop your lure up and down, it has the most erratic darting action from side to side. Absolutely amazing for working. Put one of those curly mins on there. And for your rockfish, lingcod, that sort of thing, deadly. Absolutely deadly. Anyway, uh, pitcher line. Uh, hey, Jim and guests brought, bought my Kraken. Thank you. Uh, you're the one. <laughs> Bless you guys. Guarding dart spin. How would I apply it targeting Chinook off Marin Coast? What do you think? Well, first I will say uh, we all know. We all, yeah, because we all know that definitely uh, the salmonids, so salmons, trout, so chinook being a salmon, obviously, are very, very attracted by blades. So one of the good thing is, again, that the dart spin can be rigged any way you want. So you can rig it uh, on a jig head, you can rig it on a white gap hook, you can rig it on those, um, oh, those soft, ah, those hard baits, you know, the flat, flat fish. Yeah. So if you ah. take flat fish, think about that. Because I've done a lot of things. You remove the belly treble hook, okay? And then you can or pass a, a wire with a treble hook in the belly. It's very easy to do, really very easy to do. I don't have a treble hook handy, but because the hooks, the holes right here, it's very easy to pass a wire and have a treble hook. And then you can put that behind your flatfish to add this kind of action if you just fish, you know, with, with the current and leave the flatfish. But you can really rig them anywhere I can think of. And, uh, uh, and that's part of why added, you can fish added, right above the bottom if you like. He added to his question saying, I would prefer not to troll, but more in a mooching style. Is that possible? Uh, so I have not done myself. So I, I, I want to be honest, you know, if I've not done it, I've not done it. Uh, I know the mooching style. I know what it is. Uh, actually, the word mooching comes from pêche à la mouche which is fly fishing, but in French. Mouche, M-O-U-C-H-E, is fly, but in French. And no, but that's, that's where I love etymology. So the mushing style comes from the fact that was using uh, fly fishing tackle, so mouche material, mouche gear, but a different way than purely the, you know, using the, the dry fly or stuff like that. So, uh, and, and typically people will drift and stuff like that. And that's where, as Jim mentioned a bit earlier, the blade that are on the dart spin, when I designed the blade, knowing pretty well the, the work around the blades, I made them in a way with a curve that they catch the action like right away. So I will suggest you go with a four and a half or a five and a half most likely, but possibly a seven. And with your drift, with your mushing action, I think logically it should have enough, uh, enough spinning to attract the fish. But again, I've not done it myself, so I cannot say for sure but it sounds logical to me at least. But please, you know what? Give it a try. Catch us some of the Chinook and you send us the picture that we can post. You remind us that show today and I'll send you a box of those lures as, you know, thank you for giving a try to the technique and catching some Chinook with that. What about that? That's awesome. That is awesome. Um, you know what? Our, our, 
we usually do these for an hour and we're already at that point, but I don't care because we've got good stuff going. We're just going to keep going. If that's all right with you, Patrick, if you got a few, uh, a few extra minutes, let's oh, just keep going because we still have quite a few comments and questions. Sure. Um, uh, Camille again, uh, she's in Texas. Uh, this time of year we have anglers seeking big trout. I bet the dart spin would work. I, I slayed, I was actually in Louisiana and just slayed the trout on the dart spin. Uh, I mean, it was, yeah, you couldn't keep them off because we were actually trying to get the redfish and we couldn't keep the, the trout off. It was, uh, it was amazing. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Gene Wilson. Definitely the trout and the big trout love them. Uh, Gene Wilson, Patrick and Jim, what type of line and leader are you using for tarpon and other large predators with the dart spin? And how are you retrieving it? Uh, well, of course, I love my Seaguar fluorocarbon. Um, I love the gold label now because it's a little bit smaller diameter, but still has that same tinsel strength. Um, I have not caught a tarpon on a dart spin, so... How would you retrieve a dart spin for a tarpon, Patrick? So I, uh, how do I do? First, I want to mention, uh, to, to put the record straight, uh, to date, my best uh, night, my best fishing outing for tarpon, and I'm speaking on one outing, not a week or something like that. Uh, in that night, I got about 45 bites of tarpon all on dart spin. So when I'm saying the real of the dart spin, uh, big time, yes. Okay, now, <laughs> I will be honest with you. I'm going to answer your question. I believe many people will disagree, will be very surprised, or will not be in agreement with what I'm saying. Um, for my number of years of experience of tarpon in Africa, I tried the same thing I was doing with pretty much the same kind of result, which is I don't use light leaders. I fish pretty big. My lighter leader for tarpoon is 150 pounds. And when there's really big fish, like my giant that I was targeting in Africa, I was using 400 pounds. Uh, to me, to my personal point of view and experience, the most important thing is to be able to put the lure in front of the nose of the tarpoon. If something comes in front of the nose, if it's properly presented, a tarpoon can bite anything. And I will mention that I hooked literally, and no kidding, I hooked several tarpon in my life on a, an empty Coca-Cola can hooked on a 16-0 circle hook. The only <laughs> thing was to make sure that I will position. And that's, that was on purpose. I want to see, because I already have at the time, I already have the feeling for a number of experience that the most important was when something will to go right in front of the nose of a tarpon. And if you were to give just a teeny bit of movement to show that was something alive and not just a piece of grass or any debris in the water, they will react by swallowing it. And that's how I did those tests, and those tests, well, succeeded. I'm not saying that's the best way to have a number of bites. I have to work hard to do that, but it happened. So that's why, with that point of view, when when possible uh, to, to understand where exactly the tarpon are located, how deep are they, where do they swim, are they positioned upstream or downstream based on a boulder or something special, when you understand that, when you know, when you have enough knowledge to know how deep the tarpon are and how much weight do you need if you're going to use a, a, what I've used the most by far is literally my bucktails, different models depend on the situation. 
to make my dart spin swimming at the right level. And that's how I got a lot of bites of tarpon. And when I'm fishing in daytime, I was using 150 pounds, mostly because there were snook also. So snook was much more sensitive. That's why I slower <laughs> my pound test and nighttime using 300 pound leader. I know most of you who have been fishing tarpon, you have a time to believe that. I, I know, I understand. If someday you end up to be on, next to me on the same rock on a, on a history here in Florida, Sebastian Inlet, uh, you will see truly that's what I use. He so does. The most Patrick, is to me Patrick is to work that I can years. find at which level are. I, I remember it's like um, I. So that's why really finding finding the level is the key. Yeah, I remember. And the action. Sorry to finish that. Most of the time, is a slow to medium retrieve. Most of the time, I will say seventy five percent of the bite on a steady retrieve. It, it's not the most fun. It's not the most technical. But most of the time, it's the most efficient for tarpon. And sometimes a gentle jigging, but not like a jigging like for amberjack. No. Uh, more, much more gentle, like bottom bouncing, but gentle one. 25% uh, of the time is giving the result, but 75% of the time, just a steady retrieve. And just to make sure you keep that lure at a certain level. And you try different level, you know, when you're on the boat or if you can see the fish, it's kind of easy to find, okay, how, how much weight do I need? But when you don't know, if you fish a place, it's 30 or 40 feet deep, and you don't see the tarpon, you have to try. So to try, what I do, I change. I have several uh, dart spin rigged on several of my uh, bouncing and swimming bucktails, and I try until I get into contact. But earlier in the show, I mentioned that that day a year ago, uh, I hooked seven, including a true 220-pounder, um, and that was doing that when people with live bait Four bot out, out, out of five with live bait didn't have a bite. So that was the key, positioning that in front of their nose and then setting the hook three, four, five times in a row <laughs> and uh, wishing for the best. Yeah, well, when you got 300-pound leader, you can yank on it really hard. <laughs> uh, Santiago, uh, I, and some people are commenting, actually, that this the video is hanging, and I'm actually looking over there. It is now hung up on me as well. Um. So I'm not really sure what's going on with our our connection today because there's a said my wife came in here and said it was kind of hanging and now uh, other people are saying the same thing. Um, uh oh, I'm not seeing. I mean, between you and I, I'm hearing everything perfectly clear. <laughs> and um, same here. But the uh, looking at my other monitor here. It does appear to hang from time to time, but we'll crank through these last few questions. Um, where was it? Uh, Santiago asked, what got you into creating and designing baits? The abridged version, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was about seven or eight years old. There was a lake uh, where there was a big tree that felt in the water. And the water was very clear. And I can see very big uh, white perch. I mean, what we call white perch, which is the yellow perch in the US. Like two pound and three pound were in the middle of those. And at the time, there were very few lures fishing when I was, um, before I was a teenager in France, was mostly with live bait. So, but I saw those fish in the middle of the branch. I understand I cannot put 
a live bait, I cannot cast a, a small Rapala or small Met Spinner because then they will snag. And I have the idea to take a, a piece of lead and to scratch it. And I put a piece of wire, a copper wire, very tender to, to work. I put a treble hook. I took a Mappa glove, you know, for cleaning the dishes from my mom, which was pink. And I cut a triangle and attached that. And I jigged it in between the, the branches. And I, I got a big perch. And I was so thrilled as a kid, you know, to catch a big perch on lure I created myself. And well, here I am, you know, 47 years ago, later or something like that. Um, I make a living of that thanks to that one fish on a piece of lead. <laughs> I think it's now uh, <laughs> living in Florida, living on a lake. So you have a, a lake to prototype and practice with all your lures and test your lures on. Uh, you also have your place over uh, on yeah. Indian River. And so, but living your life and uh, spending your time with your two yeah. children. Yeah. Uh, let's my, see. I think my twins, my, they are going to turn five in, in a couple of months. Yeah. And they come fishing with me. And, you know, as a father, I, I believe many of you have children. I, I, I wish, and, uh, or you are at least children someday. Last week happened something fantastic. For the first time, we got the triplets. So I was fishing with my twins, and we got the triplet. I cast, I got a bass, I was reeling in the bass. Boom, my son have a bite. Boom, my daughter have a bite. We landed the three bass. <laughs> that was the first time we literally landed each one bass at the same time. I have a short video of that, and it was an incredible thrill. Much that better than awesome. winning an award and something like that. Nothing, nothing that compares to that. <laughs> uh, I remember uh, fishing with my kids, and even uh, I was actually telling the story the other day. Is um, my daughter asked because I had a trip planned to do a road trip down Baja. And I wouldn't even say she asked. She told me she was going to come on the trip, and uh, she ended up catching the biggest yellowtail on the trip, which was just so cool. So you know, fishing with your kids is always fun, and I always enjoy my son and my daughter. So, um, Patrick, I'm going to wrap it up here because it is a, the connection is a little hinky here. Sure. But I do want to remind people mm -hmm. one more time, abandofanglers.com, which I've got up there. And again, for your chance, and this will go, you got 24 hours to do this. Uh, if you comment on here, give the thumbs up and share this broadcast with your friends, you will have the chance to win that prize pack hand-selected by Patrick Sabeel along with an autographed um, one of his new catalogs. But again, do look at bandofanglers.com and you will see all the different brands he's now has. And it gives a rundown of all the lures and uh, they're adding to it all the time. And also, again, um, let me put up the discount codes one more time. So use the discount code YAX01-20 for the 20% discount. That is good for 24 hours. Okay, so just 24 hours, you can get 20% off. Use the lower code after that, and you'll get 15% off for the remainder of the year. And of course, we are going to have Patrick on every week, on every two, you said Tuesdays, right? That was the day you wanted to do it? Tuesdays, yep. 
Yeah. So yep. every Tuesday for for the first six weeks and maybe longer, and we'll be going over into more detail on each of the lures, and we could talk more about techniques to use those lures. And he will be on for the first fifteen minutes of every one of the episodes uh, when we start getting back to airing the uh, older episodes with live commentary. So again, Patrick, thank you so much as always. The shows with you always go by way too fast. That's why we ran over today. <laughs> uh, I apologize yeah. to anybody. Look, technical difficulties. <laughs> I was planning to talk about these two. So we'll have time next time. But check those guys. This guy here, Promotion Board, I, call, I named it the White Bag Minnow. You will see an action like you have our time to believe with a very new type of bill. You can work it as slow as you want. You can troll it as fast as 23 knots. So everywhere from super slow retrieve, jerking, I mean, incredible. And then that, that lure and that brand, which is named Xorus, the lure is named Asturi. Uh, that's an incredible, incredible topwater lure, I promise you. I didn't design it, but I, I represent it here for North America. It's one of the two best-selling topwater lure in Europe for more than 10 years. And I promise you, that's a fantastic topwater. If you love topwater bait, check the Xorus brand. You'll be amazed. I promise you. No kidding. Yeah, and that wide back, I can I can attest to as well because I have had a chance to do that. I actually had some prototypes of that, um, one of which actually got destroyed by a, by I think a wahoo. Uh, but again, it was a prototype, which you expect <laughs> to have for the prototype. But the swimming action on those, whether casting or trolling at kayak speed, is amazing. A really really good vibration yes. that thing sends out it's uh, amazing so anyway patrick thank you so much again cool. for joining us thank um you. got a okay. people saying thank you and and we'll go back by and maybe patrick can go look through the questions if we get more thank questions you, everybody thank you all and uh thank you sir and uh, i hope you have a great weekend and give a big hug and kiss to those wonderful kids of yours thank you all right, everybody. Well, again, uh, you know, I'm excited. I, I do again apologize for uh, any of the technical difficulties we may have had there. And again, while I'm doing this, it never hung up on my side. Normally, if there's a problem, it hangs up on my computer and I saw nothing. So I do apologize if that uh, was a little hinky there. But uh, hopefully that just gets better. And again, you know, for the remainder of the year, I'm, it's going to be hit or miss on whether I'm doing the live shows. But again, beginning the at the beginning of the year, we'll be back to doing our normal every Tuesday and Thursday. So until next time, if you are going out on the water, please, please, please always remember to wear your PFD and keep your paddle right side up. Y'all take care.